Hi everyone, welcome to another mobile version of the Kingdom Outpost podcast. I'm Chris, and with me, as always, is... Leslie. My wife. We are sitting in a parking lot. Again. Again. The same were we in shopping the Sam's? complex. We were at Lowe's last time. Oh. Now we're at Sam's. We're at Sam's. We found a shade tree. And we have we, we have to hurry because we have to try something. Yes. So what we're going to do is we have decided to try <laughs> the new pimento chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Live on the air. Live on the air. First bite. I mean. So you take a bite and I'll take a bite. Oh. It, presentation wise mm-hmm. it's not as thick Ooh, the, p- the pimento is not as thick as it l- looks in the picture were, which some people were not keen on oh really All the pimento on the picture okay i'm taking a bite mm. you taste the pimento i like it give me that that's good. If you like pimento, it's good. Yeah. You can taste... I like what, The thing I like about it is you can taste the pimento mm-hmm. before you start chewing. Like It just sits on your tongue and gives a nice little flavor. Yeah. It's not a bad sandwich. No. It's good. I don't love pimento. The bun is good. I don't love pimento, okay. but that's a good sandwich. All right, we're going to finish eating it, but not make you, so you have to listen hear me to us masticate. Chomping. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> She's still eating. We haven't stopped. All right. Um, <laughs> All right, we'll be back in just a second. Uh, you guys go ahead and, in the meantime, stop by your local Chick-fil-A. Mention our names, and it'll and nothing, at least... Nothing at least will happen. It'll, well, no, it'll creep them out. You can mention their name, and they're going to feel like they should know, but I don't know who that is. But Anyway, see you guys in a little bit. All right, we are back. <laughs> Final analysis, Leslie, of the sandwich? I liked it. It's in my belly. I liked the <laughs> two bites that I got. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought that was the deal. I really did that we were going to try it, and then you were getting whatever you were having. Okay. And then yeah, I couldn't have eaten. I couldn't have eaten more, and I didn't want to. I didn't really want to eat more, but it was funny to be like, I only oh, got two gone. bites. It, it was. It, it was, was good. Gone. I don't know if I would get it again, but I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because you were, you were sure. <clears throat> gesticulating about how much you like to at least vocalizing your mm-hmm. pleasure. So. Yeah. Mm. It was good. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda was good. That's what I had. You. What's it really called? Panda Express. Okay. Yeah. In case anyone didn't know. Oh, they're going to go look for the we Kung, call Fu, it Panda. Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Panda. <clears throat> All right. So, what are we going to talk about? Let's talk about well, where been, you've been. Yeah, it's been a good minute. Because some some of the, some of them may not know why. I mean, they're used to us disappearing off the face of the earth for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I really I fell off the face of the internet totally for like six weeks. I didn't even think about that. But you, yeah, if you go back on my Instagram because I post pretty regularly. It's like the day the kids made scarecrows. <clears throat> Remember oh, the watermelon scarecrows, and then. Nothing. <laughs> like, zero. And then it's, like, almost September before my next post. Wow. Yeah. So what happened? So, it happened on a Thursday. No, Wednesday. So, the very end of July, I was making... July. And today is September... Yes. 
I don't like even know. Thirteenth. I'm 14th? very confused about what month it even is, but yeah, I. And you'll understand why. In <laughs> I woke up to get breakfast ready for the kids for school. They had a foundry day, and I was just a little like didn't feel good. Yeah, you were off. Yes. And I remember I, you being off. I kept trying to like power through and get the breakfast. Thankfully, I had made the breakfast the night before. So I was trying to get everything set out and I just was like, I think I have to go back to bed. And I did. And then, then I didn't rise from my bed for six days. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. hit with severe vertigo and a virus and it was like nothing I have ever experienced before. It's the thing I've ever seen before. Yeah. It was wild. And and that that was just those six days. Now how long did the sickness in itself Yeah, so the first last five to six days I couldn't even open my eyes. I was flat on my back. Being flat on my back was the only way I could lay to not have this headache and vertigo and I couldn't open my like eyes. A throbbing back of your skull. Oh headache. Yeah. yeah. She would hold the back of her head when she had to get up and use the restroom or anything like that. She'd yeah. hold the back of her head as if a piece of her skull was missing and she yeah. was trying to hold her brain in. I felt it's what it felt like. And then I would just cry <laughs> all the way there and back yeah. again. But slowly shuffling. Yeah. Trying not to look too far left or oh, right. My so it's not to just get hit with I can't like even vertigo. Thinking about it, it's so crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I'm super I have terrible, terrible vision. And so I couldn't I could barely open my eyes. I could not bear to look at my phone to, like to text people. And I couldn't put my glasses on because it just it hurt too bad to have my eyes open. So no contacts for sure. And I was literally like blind. And in my bed for that many days. Mm -hmm. And probably sleeping, what, 22 hours oh, yeah. a day? Yeah. 20 to 22 hours a day. Anyhow, but yeah, like he said from then on, that was not like that was the end of it. And every 24 hours, I would think, like even the first 24 hours, I thought, oh, this is probably one of those 24-hour yeah. things. If I can make it till tomorrow morning, I'll probably be okay. And then I was no better. So then I was like, okay, maybe... 48 hours and just you know kept doing that but it was after that first week it was still three more weeks before I was really able to sit up very well right and, yeah and like walk and probably well it was actually just this last Sunday that I didn't have any pain I didn't need any pain pills for the first time in like six weeks yeah. So, and I have no headache now. It was Saturday. Saturday, right. Saturday, because remember, yeah. they were, they were closed. Yeah, and like, I could totally, I could, I could talk about this for days and give like the, the very detailed account. The, the, the weirdest part about it for me was how slow, there'd be progression. Mm -hmm. It was so minute. Right. For, I mean, basically two months. Yeah. It was like just a, every day would be just a little bit better. And then like, you'd have a day where you'd go backwards. Yes. And then that would be so devastating. It would be like the difference of sitting up at a, I don't know, angles. The improvement would be that this day I was able to sit at this angle. And this day I was able to raise up 
how many more inches you know yeah. it was like that minute um but yeah just it was the weirdest virus i thought i had meningitis mm -hmm. several times several times i entertained that anxiety yes because yes. <laughs> it was just like this unbelievable pain in the back of the head and neck the only thing that that kept me from getting too scared is I had heard other people had this same virus that attacked the same area and one person I heard of had it for two weeks so that first two weeks and like his was the exact same as mine first week he did not get out of bed second week um so for the first two weeks I was thinking okay um I must have had it like this who's the little boy <laughs> I had it like he did but um then what happened is I came out of it with a double ear infection mm -hmm. and a sinus infection, which I've never had. And I've never had an ear infection like these before. Like I could not, I could not function. It was like I was underwater and mm -hmm. uh, had tinnitus, like air, this nonstop ringing. It felt like a stereo got left on. So, you know, that was real heavy on one side for half a week, and then it moved to the other ear, and we did everything, didn't we? Yeah. We did. We did some weird inner ear sort of manipulation We, got, we know all kinds and... of tricks. Yeah, Chris did, like, um, he, he, he moved my ear crystals around. Yep. Ear crystals. <laughs> I moved them. Several times. And it worked. That was for the vertigo. And it worked. It did. I would be all, like, I would be up walking and feel like I was fighting gravity kind of and he would do this thing whatever it was and I'd sit back up and I'd be everything yeah. felt right again it was the Epley maneuver okay yeah yeah, yeah. we did that like three YouTube times that. I think because mm -hmm. then I'd go to sleep and you know I'd wake up with it again so he'd have to get the crystals back where they let's needed move to them. go let's move them crystals yeah it was just crazy we did garlic drops in my ear we did potatoes on the feet potatoes in my socks we were desperate everything chris laid his hands on me what which Three after times. that those were the worst fried potatoes because that's what i pff, gross that's what i kept asking them to do it's like put your hand right here on the yeah, back of my head yeah. you're an elder come lay your hands yes, on me and pray yes and pray call the others <laughs> so um we did I mean, everything. I had a humidifier going. I had a steam mask thing that I would do. And I was on steroids. I was on... Oh, I went to the chiropractor four yep, times in yep. one week. Got a steroid shot, steroid pills. It was just insane. Yeah. And what's what's really notable is I um, I didn't see my kids. Yeah. Like a funny. whole week... At least not significantly. No, I mean like that first week, not at all. Just to like feed beef. Yeah, they'd bring me the baby like I was like a corpse or almost corpse. You don't bring babies to corpses. <laughs> they'd bring me the baby like you do with a dead person. <laughs> what? No, I mean huh? a coma. Do you coma bring, people? They don't bring babies to coma patients <laughs> Okay, either. they brought the baby to me like they I was They brought really me a sick. baby. Like they, invalid, like a, like an a, invalid. Oh, okay. How's that? Oh, sure, better than 
bringing babies to dead people and suck the life out of them or something? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I would nurse. She's still nursing. So the two examples you've used today are, you're like, it's like I was at an, ang I don't know, angles. It's a, and then you're like, what's another, it's another metaphor. It's oh, like, like dead people. Like bringing babies to the dead. <laughs> hey, anyway. I went through brain trauma, mm -hmm, okay? Mm -hmm. This is part of that brain trauma. I had faux meningitis. Um, yeah, they'd bring me the baby to nurse like three times a day. And that's the only interaction I had with my baby for that long amount of time. <clears throat> and one day Peter walked through with my mom. She was there helping. And they, they just walked by, and I'm like, seriously, sprawled out on my back, uh -huh. like, with a washcloth. I couldn't take the washcloth off of my eyes for... I was, <clears throat> for those six days, I was on constant washcloth oh rotation. Oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. just every few minutes, new washcloth, new yeah. washcloth, new he washcloth. He was so good to me. What? Yes, and and bring me food, and, you know, they'd tilt me up just enough where I could eat without choking. Patriarchy. <laughs> So, um, anyway, Peter, he's three now, and he was walking through with my mom, and I'm just sprawled out <laughs> dead, and he said, my mom died. <laughs> and mom was like, what? And he said, my mom died. And I was just like, I was literally dying in my yeah. heart when he was saying that. That's why we brought you the baby. And then you know what he said? Let's go eat. <laughs> my mom died. Let's go eat. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, this is showing me how yeah. replaceable yeah. I actually am. Very My humbling. mom died. You want to go eat? <laughs> so in your head, you're like, my kids couldn't live without me. You know? And he's like, well. Womp womp. She was good, but yep. I'm hungry. Anyhow, that's where we've been. That's what we've been doing. And it was quite an event in our life, wouldn't you mm -hmm. say? Definitely. <clears throat> Definitely. Would you, did you want to expand on that? Yeah. What did you want to expand on? Well, the things you learned? Or, yes, I you learned know. much. I learned much. And I think one of the biggest things that, I hope you'll pull out the verse for me in Psalm 119. Mm. Um, never, ever, ever in my life have I hey. even begun to, no way. Pastor. Did it open to it? Yeah, well, 118. But. Oh, okay. You know. Never have I even began begun to understood. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the principle of suffering mm -hmm. being a good thing. <clears throat> I've actually been again it. <laughs> like I've, I've tried not to. I've tried to accept it and understand it and believe it, but I would recoil at the thought, but um the Lord showed me. Oh, it's actually true. <laughs> it's actually it's actually a thing. <clears throat> so what verse is it? Uh, it's in Psalm one. I think you. We've got the the reader's version here. I, oh. I want to say it's sixty seven, but I, I could be I could be oh, wrong. Oh, you have it. You just don't know what verse. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> is, he says, "Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word." Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you read that to me a couple times. And then you read another one in Isaiah. Do you remember that one? I do not. I read a lot of Bible. I'm a pastor. I think it was in Isaiah about the affliction, God bringing affliction 
Do you know what I'm talking about? No, no. Oh, maybe I dreamed it. It was really good. Whatever you said, it was five stars. Oh, excellent. Highly recommend. Um, <clears throat> I might think of it. But anyway, I just really saw like the first two days. One, we we think this probably had a little bit of uh, what's it called? Spiritual warfare. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Spiritual warfare attached to it, just with some things we've been learning and going through. And um, I was being assaulted by mm. heavy, heavy things and thoughts and doubts and fears and accusations. And the first two days, it was like a just like being in this giant boiling pot of your own flesh <laughs> and coming face to face not only with yourself but with the with principalities and powers and it was so dark and so difficult um so going through that but then the way the lord just did what he does through it and I came out of that feeling like a, a kid that just, you just take them and you tuck them in to your arm and hold them close. And they feel very, very much sure that they're safe, they're secure, that, that you're their mom mm. or dad or whatever. Like you are, yeah, you know, and it was good for me. It, it drew me close. At the time, you did not feel like it was good for you. No, especially the first part of it. Um, so how can you apply that to that same sort of thing to to our life? Like, <clears throat> practically m mirroring that. Because oh, we yeah. talked about that as well. Yeah, this week about mm -hmm. that, that in our parenting, we are we are mirroring, mirroring that. Mm -hmm. That sometimes you, you know, you, you have to... Uh, bring the affliction or the discipline to your child mm -hmm. but it is it is good for them and, and of course in the in the process the affliction does not feel good for them and they might right. they might even <clears throat> go astray right mm -hmm. uh and rail it or, yeah rail against the discipline which right. they need right but in the end it's gonna achieve it it'll yeah. achieve its purpose and they'll know right uh you know hey before, in the end, they'll say, before I was afflicted, I went astray. <laughs> right. So, it's it's good. Sometimes, while we're afflicted, we go astray. But, mm -hmm. um, anyway, was, there's, a, there's, a, there's a purpose Chris, to this. It really showed me how the, a failure of nerve in parenting, like, if you're going to mirror God, you have to be, like, if your child is railing at you, you can't capitulate. Mm-hmm. You have to... Because that will do. We'll go, oh, well, this, <clears throat> this discipline must not be working. Or, yeah. oh, golly, look at how they're, I've got to try something else. Because it doesn't, that doesn't work with them. Mm -hmm. You know, because they didn't immediately just sort of, you know, yeah. repent and weep and whatever mm -hmm. at, at what you've done. But, I mean, look at look at our own lives. That's not right. even what we do with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And the Lord obviously knows the right discipline to give to us. And it mm -hmm. doesn't always result in an <clears throat> immediate sort of revival, revival mm -hmm. moment. And... So with your own children, you can know that because of the reason you're doing what you're doing, that the Lord will bless that mm -hmm. uh, that faithfulness 
and that obedience. And in the end, they're going to to see, mm-hmm. even if in the process they have gone astray, and then they're afflicted, and they're tempted to go astray in the affliction still, like mm-hmm. up the going astray. Uh, but that discipline will actually be used by the Lord to yeah. to bring them back. Yeah. So you have to be a wall. <laughs> You do. You do. You do. And I'm not. I wasn't Because if good you're at not, that. they'll know. And they'll know they can rage and you will stop. Yeah. They know they can rage and you'll do something else, which and, will normally not be anything. And they might have other tactics than rage. Yes, they might yeah. have, you know, they might M- form, say some hurtful sort of manipulation. Thing. Yeah. They might act like really, like they're heartbroken. Are yeah. Like, how dare you? Yeah. Like, who I'm are so you? Sad. Yeah, yeah. So. That was, yeah, that was just a good little... But if you've got that principle and that understanding mm-hmm. that the affliction might create this going astray, uh, even instead of just immediately wiping the going astray out, because you're bringing the discipline because they've gone astray, but there may not there might not be an immediate sort of recognition mm. of that estrangement yeah uh, and it's funny and, how and you've got to you've got to stick with it we give ourselves so much we always give ourselves so much leniency is that the right word more than we even do our kids so like if our kids don't instantly receive what we're giving them we're like we're way harder on them than we are on ourselves when we know all that hypocrisy. We know when God, when God has to yes, yes. afflict us or discipline us, that we don't just immediately go, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Thank you, you know? for teaching me yes. this about myself. Yes. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that was a big thing. I, I wouldn't say now I understand suffering and I get it and I've mastered it, but, but you can say you understand it more. Oh, so much more than ever before, for sure. Um, so another thing that was really good about it was, I think it's, it's funny because the last time we recorded, I was talking about my teeth and my vision. What? I don't even remember How sad I am about not being able to see very well. And because I had gone and gotten, what's it called? Dilated. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dilated. (laughs) You didn't know what the opposite of that word would be? And we did get several responses of people giving you the right word, but I forgot to tell you. Thank you if you send in the right word. I will, I'll show those to him before we go into Sam's. Um, anyhow, so those were, those are the sort of like petty things that, you know, would bother me. (laughs) And, um, I, when I was so sick. I think in the past, I always saw myself, like, if you if I inserted myself into when Jesus walked the earth, like, I would have been the, the person that would have hosted a, a gathering for Jesus to come and meet with lowly people mm-hmm. that, that needed help, okay? But when I was sick, it just really dawned on me, you are the lowly person. And it's not just that you have teeth problems and slight vision problems you are like you are blind you are a blind woman and you have teeth problems and you have teeth problems <laughs> you're a blind woman with teeth problems <laughs> yeah and you no you wouldn't have been 
hosting anything, you would have been laying, just like, a, dying in the yeah. ditch and, like, just wanting to touch his robe. So, it just really flattened me and allowed me to see how much we really all do need Jesus. <laughs> like, if you don't know him, you got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Don't just cry. No. Here on the... No, you should be glad we didn't record two weeks ago. Because that's all I was doing. That was so much. I cried about that everything. So I've been the dead. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was joking earlier about the Peter saying I was dead. But it was kind of kind of weird. It was a good little moment to be laying there. And I, I was so sick, I could have... I could have seen myself just dying. Like, it was yeah, that bad. Yeah, you were genuinely worried about dying. And it wasn't like and a... Not like, you're always worried about dying. Yeah. This was a real... This was real. Like, you could feel your body being sucked away from you. Like, my teeth... Speaking of my teeth, it felt like they were being sucked out of my jaws. Like, it was so intense. The pain and everything. And to realize in that moment, all these things that you have allowed to become your identity, the things you worry about, even being a mom, being a wife, like in the last day, in your last day, what counts is do does he know you? It's his name on your head. And it was just... (laughs) And if it is... Yeah. Then that's all that, then that's what, that's what matters. That's Mm -hmm. the assurance, that's the faith, that's the reality, Mm -hmm. that's the... Um, you know, what gives you the strength to know is to, and to, to get through to know, I, I'm his. I really am. Yeah. Really his. Yeah. And I, you know, when I was laying there, remember I called you in one time and was like, I just don't feel like I know him enough. Yeah. It was one of those, Chris would get uh, Alexa announcements and, and get called in. Probably once a day with a deep... was our version of, like, tinkling the bell. Yeah, a deep little uh, existential crisis. Mm-hmm. I don't know Jesus enough. And I don't know. know. Everyone knows you better than me. <laughs> but he used... That's what I was saying earlier. He used this affliction to help me know him better. So, um... Okay. Next. Gonna go on to one, another? Oh, sure. Here's, a, here's one that I think we both kind of experience not being on my phone for those many days I was just laying there thinking how stupid it is how much time is spent Mm. on stupid apps yeah so um and being a big Charlotte Mason proponent I just realized Facebook is the twaddle that we don't allow our children to indulge in, like mm-hmm. in, in children's books and in, in, in TV shows. No, it definitely, it, it definitely is. Uh, I was just thinking about it. that's, you know, I, I took it off of my phone, took it off, so I can't do Facebook or took Twitter. Facebook off yeah, phone. yeah, because it's just. I was supposed to. You just you just randomly go to it. You yeah. know, it's like you're just sitting there and ooh, I'm on Facebook, and then 15 minutes pass by and you haven't really done yeah. anything. Uh, it, but uh, and your kids are shut out of that. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like I saw a Brian Cole 
I don't know where he read this, but he said, if you'll open a newspaper instead of your phone, your kids will. And it, he had a picture of all of his little boys just gathered around looking at the newspaper with him. Mm. <laughs> I was like, that is so cute. Yeah. Because your phone really does shut no people one out. And you almost, you don't, you want it to, because like when you do have your phone up and the kids try to look, they yeah. have to loom over you to do it. And you're like, I got up, got up. Yeah, and then you, you curl up even yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just, it made me sick. To, like, once I was away from it, even thinking about it, like, it made me sick to think, I have these people. Well, there was a study that came out today or yesterday that I was reading. <clears throat> it said that most parents spend more time on their phones than they do with their kids. Yeah. And some of that makes sense because people have tend to have, like, they're you know, working. nine to five jobs and they're right. on their phones with their jobs and right. they just see their kids in the mornings to get them ready for school and then yeah, at yeah. night when they get home or whatever. But, uh, it's still shocking that they have mm-hmm. more interaction with their phones than they do their children. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And typically when their children get home, they're mm-hmm. also interacting with their phones, even in that brief amount of time they have when the kids yeah. are home. I just think we have no idea what it looks like when we're on it. Cause we're engaged. <gasps> do you, you want to hear a weird thing about our phones that I just read what? about in France. France <clears throat> is uh, going, I think, I can't really, I can't remember if they for, are going to forbid, I think they're forbidding the sale of the iPhone 12 because it exceeds their radioactive materials uh, <clears throat> threshold. What? Yeah. So what? having the phone on like in your pocket or like it puts off more radioactive material i think it's through through frequency radio frequency uh than they would like the the limit to be so they're forbidding the sale of it and if places continue to sell it they'll just do a recall on all devices all iphone 12s in in france i don't know we have iphone something we should find out but but anyway, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. It was, and it was, the, it just was it for when it was in your pocket mm-hmm. or, but not when you're making phone calls for some reason. It's not when you're making phone calls that there's a different level that they accept during phone call time. Really? Cause that's right up. It, so the idea is it's right up next to your ear. Of course they can give off more cause you're not going to be on the phone very uh-huh. much, but wow. anyway, so now that was really interesting. Yeah. They're going to. They're <clears throat> withdrawing that. That's funny. My recall stories for the week. <laughs> Did, and I told you the one about, uh, is it Fennelfren? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's in Sudafed. So the Sudafed and this is on topic because I took Sudafed. Yeah. So the Sudafed you can buy over the counter. You know, not the stuff that, that has Sudafedrin in it that you can't buy because you can make meth with it. But the normal Sudafed now, blomp, has, blomp. now has Fennelfren in it. That's, that's the main active ingredient. Well, they've found out that, or they just did studies. The FDA has now said that it is in no way more effective than a placebo, than a dummy pill. I wonder so, how much money they've made. But here's the crazy thing. These people that finally got the FDA to say it's not effective said it wasn't effective back in 2007. <sighs> and the, it took this long. And there had to be a law to change how easy it is to to make it easier to get drugs taken off once they're put on. Oh, my So goodness. since 2007, there's been a group saying, look, this is not any more effective 
than nothing. Mm-hmm. And these companies are selling all these pills mm-hmm. that don't do anything. Mm-hmm. That are just as effective as selling someone a placebo. Uh, and so anyway, I thought it was just crazy that it took since 2007 to get a pill off the list. And the FDA is going to tell people they can't sell it anymore because it's not effective. You're, you're, you know, you're tricking the consumer and saying this is an effective medicine when it's not. Wow. But... The jabby jab, mm-hmm. we know now, mm-hmm. instantly put it, it's, yeah. it's healthy and put it in your body. Right. We're going to do that quick. Right. But it took, since 2007, oh uh, to get it off of there. And it had, there had to be a change in the just laws. I can't remember, some sort of congressional thing. That, you need to trust the science. Just trust the science. Trust until the science. the science doesn't let us sell a lot of pills. Because <laughs> we had to figure out something else because we can't sell the meth pills. <laughs> so what can we sell that's easier to get? Oh, it's not effective? But will it sell? Yes. Okay. They probably were that. those little red pills that we had to chew on to brush our teeth. They probably just put them in a package. Well, what? <laughs> what? Don't just say that. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. What? Those little red pills we had to chew on to brush our teeth? <laughs> you can't just put the... I've never in my life heard of this. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You just said the little red pills... We had to chew on to brush our teeth. Didn't you? No. Yes, I, I have did. no idea what that is. You never had those? No. What is it? A li- you had to chew a pill? You chew this little red To thing, brush your and teeth? You cover your teeth with red, and you had to brush until the red was gone. Oh. For, like, elementary school kids. No, you I never, never, did that? never had was that. Was that a special begs thing? It was definitely special. <laughs> I think special, so, very much a part I've of it. I've never seen them again, so I bet they just are Sudafed now. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> did you try to chew them? Because no, you took some. Was, she took a bunch. Because oh, yeah, every day we were trying to. Popping Sudafed. That, those decongestants. We got to have a decongestant. These uh, decongestants. And then we did too anything. many decongestants. That's what My they said. Hurts. So it's effective <laughs> in that. But in order for it to be effective, to have enough of that ingredient, you would have to have your blood pressure be, like, at an amazingly high level. Like a, like a you're going to have a heart attack level. Gosh. For the fennel friend to, to actually have enough fennel friend to do enough to actually wow. decongest your, your sinuses or whatever. That's so, so crazy. I just laughed when I saw it. Since 2007. Yeah. They're like, we need, we need more I studies. I mean, 2007. We're going to need more studies. Gideon was born. That's Yeah. So imagine ago. how many, how many, one, how did it get? okayed in the first place yeah. right and how did and then uh like how much money how much have they made, made in yeah yeah and it's in other things other than Sudafel. Wow, you had advil that. with it in there stuff oh like that oh my goodness anyway just well, the crazy hey i just remembered another thing we did when i was sick we did the vitamin i did an iv yeah that was pretty neat i, I liked that i, I want to do that she yeah we had one of those mobile iv people come yeah and hooked her up with a bunch of vitamins Never just to give her sick. a boost. You know what? It was an immune system boost. It was so weird to be that sick and not have a baby at the other end of it. I was like, this is kind of like not fun. All, yeah, the, all to, the times I've been really I had to deal with a baby in the middle of sick. it. Sick. In the last 16 years, I it was for a baby. So. You ended up with a present at the end. Yeah. The stork like, would always bring you something so at the end it. of it. But... Okay, so kind of jumping off of that with the, the phones and, and realizing all that. And the radioactivity yes, they're giving you. Yes, and the Sudafed. Um, I just really came out of it very, very much 
loving our kids <laughs> you and just realize i'll that. tell you what happened <laughs> i i love our kids love now. our kids now <laughs> no i think it was just this great moment in my life where you really when you really can imagine that i could die this week and this my life is not about me i am not the i'm not the star of 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 the world or the show or even my life like it's about them now and I've heard Indy Wilson talk a little bit about this that we have to get past the point that we're the main character in our story mm-hmm. especially at this age well and and not wanting to you try to be the main character in your kids story yeah it's not that's not what you are yeah and it's their story it is their story you're a side character in their story yes you're of course the main character in your own story because it's your story. Yeah. But the the idea yeah, of you yeah. want to be the main character in everybody else's yeah, story. Yeah, and too. you do. It's you can make everything about you, even what they're doing, what you want them to be like. It's all about you, right? Mm-hmm. And so everyone wants to be Frodo and Sam. <laughs> huh? Frodo and Sam. Is that a line? No. Do you want me to make it a line? Huh? They want to be Frodo and Sam. They don't want to be Gandalf. You need to be Gandalf in your kid's story. Aww. You know. That's you, so sweet. Yeah. So I'm Gandalf. You're Gandalf. I yeah. love Gandalf. Yeah. Okay, I like that. You And she loves him so much that during the trailer <laughs> for the two towers, they showed a flash of Gandalf and she said, Gandalf! <laughs> really loud. And like when no one else is making any noise. And again... It was a special moment. <laughs> She's just yelling, Get off! In the middle of the theater. Do you remember that? Yeah, you did. You did because you hadn't read the you hadn't read the books. You didn't know anything about what was going oh, on. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, she was but, like, she was like, he, he, but he died in the first. Chris day. often says he might get arrested for being my husband. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like she. He shouldn't. He should know that. Yeah, she's, she's, she's okay. not all there. Uh, so yeah. which is why trailers ruin everything. Yes, that's a horrible trailer. Mm-hmm. My goodness. And what's funny in the book, it is it is Saruman in the book. It's not Gandalf that they see at the woods, at the edge of Fangorn Fort. Anyway. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. So yeah, I just I'm newly newly or. I'm reinvested in the idea of just whatever I can to give love. Because she had praise. grown. You'd grown. I mean, I think you'd say probably pretty absent. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Totally absent. <gasps> but even doing the things you do as a mom and as a dad, not doing it for your own fulfillment. Like, you know, say you are doing a birthday party so you can get good pictures and which is normally when you hear complaints from or grumbling about parenting Mm -hmm. or marriage Mm -hmm. and it's so hard i just want to tell people the problem is you're trying to make it about you Mm -hmm. like it it tends to be Mm -hmm. you want to be the main character in everybody else's story so parenting is so hard you, you know this that or the other and a lot of times it goes down to Oh, you, your your problem is that you've made this, mm-hmm. like maybe the education of your children, mm-hmm. you've made the education of your children about you. Mm-hmm. 
you being a good teacher, you figuring out how to do it, doing it really well, instead of instead of about them and you serving in serving. educating yeah. them. And so normally, if we, if, so if we get this, like you like you got it, it's gonna it really helps mm. um, uh, so much in the in the everyday uh, everyday things. It of does. Life. It does. And I was like before I was afflicted, I went astray. I would say my astrayness was centered around just trying to process the life we're in right now I was really tripped up over the fact that I had teenagers and a baby and I was like I'm doing like it's like I'm back in time with these three little kids but I'm also trying to do this and I just couldn't get over it like this is hard (laughs) but it just that's all gone now and I just see these wonderful souls who cares how old they are who cares how old I am I couldn't get over the fact that I'm 41 I have a baby who cares I could be how old was Sarah 100 90 sure she she had a baby just just get over it (laughs) and just love what God has put in front of you and and serve them and um it's just been good it's been good Mm. to see it all anew and really to just have some of myself more sanctified Mm. lord knows we need that so true yeah i would say um kind of like seeing you know since we're in our midlife now seeing that we're we're at least halfway launched and we're on our way out kind of we need to be just pumping up these kids with praise and love and skills for their sake, not for our sake. Like, not mm-hmm. so they... Not, they have skills, so we feel like we're good parents because yeah. they have skills. and they're even, you know, they're good at what I wanted to be good at. Yeah. Or, or you know how moms are with their girls and being just, cheerleaders why dads with football. With sports, right? Living <laughs> vicariously through your kids. Again, making their story about you. Yeah, yeah but just whatever you, whatever you have to do to fill up their tanks and mm-hmm. anyway, I think I think parents would do well to stop and and look at the you know their the struggles mm-hmm. in in parenting or struggles they see in their kids and how they address them and this is why you know dads get mad you know about whatever their you know their firstborn center it's really because they're they're wanting their child to say something about them and mm-hmm. and so this is why in the store parents will mm-hmm. you know it's because they're embarrassed mm-hmm. you know in front of and so they mm-hmm. discipline their kids are reacting in a way that's not godly and it's really because they're just embarrassed for themselves not mm-hmm. they're not thinking oh you know this is showing something in my child or and so what's funny is they think the child's not honoring me but then they respond in a way that shows they're not very honorable mm-hmm. Like they're they're reacting in a way that an honorable person would not react in public. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyway, the, so if you if you start to you know look at it and say, okay, what, where are these coming from? And, and a lot of it will be, I'm trying to make their life about me, mm-hmm. or I'm trying to make this situation. I'm I'm trying to make myself Frodo mm-hmm. and Sam instead of Gandalf. And mm-hmm. I, if I if I recognized, mm-hmm. you know, I've got my story that's going on that I am the main character, you know, yeah. in, in my story. But uh, at the same time, yeah, I am also in their story. Mm-hmm. And in their story, mm-hmm. I'm not the main mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can be an be important a, character. You can be Albus Dumbledore. But I can, either be, I can either be Gandalf or I can be Saruman. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and 
and you, hopefully you don't want to be Saruman. Yeah. Uh, but you can, you can either it's lead helpful. them to it's good. It's helpful to yeah. see other stories to help you see your story. It's good stuff. And so then the last thing you think? Yeah, probably last thing. Um, I just, along those same lines, I guess before I got sick, I also was feeling really um, overwhelmed by the amount of people and their needs that we have in our house and a lot of talking like a lot of talking and <laughs> right from morning till night there's a lot of talking because there's a lot of people in our house that have half of my genes in them <laughs> yeah and and again making my life about me making the story about me and what I need and how much quiet I need and how I work better and and by better again, we mean at all at all <laughs> Again, like whatever, get get that out of my system. I learned through that six weeks or whatever that I had better be just straight up grateful for the people in my life and grateful for their friendship. If they want to talk to me, praise the Lord. I have people who want to talk to me. And I think that's good. Not just... If my kids want to talk to me, I need to talk to them because kids need to be able to talk. Mm -hmm. It's not just that. No. It's... These are my friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there it comes, folks. There it is. <laughs> Sorry, she's on fennel friend. No. Oh, man. I haven't cried in like four days, so... No, and same for you. Like I also haven't cried in four days. Same for your spouse. And this is my what I would like to encourage anyone out there whatever situation you're in whatever just love love your people and be thankful for them and you know you see you see so much destruction out there and and husbands and wives even christian husbands and wives struggling to figure out how to be you know and but and you see wives who are just tearing down their house with their own hands, right? Mm -hmm. And I just kept thinking when I was sick, like, what would it be like if Chris weren't here? And I was just in this bed alone. And what would it be like if I didn't have the kids who were so amazing, like, got in there and cooked. Made a lot of food. Made a lot of food. And you know what? It was very humbling to kind of be on the outskirts and hear the mirth and the cheer that was going on. The house was a disaster, you know, for the most part, because there's a lot of kids in there cooking and, but they were having so much fun, so much fun. And they were so happy. Like they're happy to work. They're happy to cook. And I was like, what is it like if, if when I take myself out of our life, is it happier? You know, it was very humbling to think, would I be in there right now? If I were in there right now, would I be Shushing. worried about the mess, worried about the noise? Oh, I just cleaned that. You know, it's kind of a good little test. Friendly, friendly slap from the Lord. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I would just say have gratitude and love now because you should but also because there might come a day 
when you are helpless mm. and you need someone to give you a bath in bed, mm-hmm. which is yep. what Chris did for me. Yep. Because I smelled like a teenage boy. Things you don't need to add <laughs> I at the end of the sentence. I couldn't, I couldn't get up and he... That's right. He was so good to me, so... It only cost me $10. <laughs> so be good to your people. Be good to your husband. Be good to your wife. And the Lord will bless it. Because they're, they're a blessing. Yeah. So, anyway, we've got more stuff we want to talk to you guys about. I mean, what's your what's your hot tip? Well, I was just going to announce the Bible reading challenge is in full oh, swing. Okay. But it's never too late to jump in. We're just now finishing Genesis and John. Mm-hmm. So, it's good to be back. Bible reading challenge is the best. Yeah. All right. So I'm sure there's going to be an awkward editing moment, but we just got done with Sam's and uh, we're on our way home. Quasi home. We still got to make one more stop. We always have to stop for milk. Yep. Always. So much that I know the people there's names. You do? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's normally Caleb. I had no idea. Yeah. Anyway. so yeah, I think one of the things that we were finishing up talking about, we've done some hot tips and, and whatnot, but uh, one of the things I think it'd be useful to say is there is a temptation on stories of sickness and whatever yeah. to be like, do you really, like to just <laughs> really get it? Well, yeah, I feel like I need to process it still, so I want to talk to people about it until you really understand how sick I was and how many days I was sick and but it's really just it's a personal story that you go yeah. through and everybody has things like that yeah. just take advantage of the ones you've got yeah, whatever your story is your sickness don't be like oh I'm not as sick as Leslie <laughs> or I'm more sick yeah, than Leslie yeah she's such a baby she was hardly sick do you know what you we had to miss Grace at that yeah we did we had a big trip planned our, our first big, so with our big kiddos, we were going to take them to Grace Agenda. Uh, they were going to get to fly on a plane, plane for the first time. They were super excited. We'd been planning this. Beyond I mean, excited. Yes. Like, especially our daughter. That's all. That's all she could talk about. And, and she got sick. <laughs> and at first, it's one of those things where that not tests your faith in a real way, but yeah. when Leslie got sick, it was... A couple of weeks before Grace Agenda. Yeah. So we thought, oh, the timing is perfect. Perfect. God really works. She'll this get out. sick. She'll feel better. Yeah. That is, we're getting ready to go. We'll jump anyway. on a plane. And it was funny how, like, the day before oh. our plane was supposed to leave, like, we canceled our tickets day of. The day of. That's how long we were holding well, on. And that's why that Monday before I did the vi- the vitamin mm-hmm. IV. Just trying to get better. Anything. Tuesday, I got the steroid shot in my rear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, anything to boost your... And everyone was like, I'm sure this will work. Yeah. I'm sure this will do it. And, and then and... Wednesday, it was super funny because Chris gave me a Mucinex that night before, which totally knocked me out. So then when he woke me up, we took another one to try to get all this stuff out. We were trying to... Get like every flush it out. Yeah. Well, we're what, using the real stuff, not that fennel friend. No. What what ended up happening was I was the I was like a noodle, a noodle in bed, and I I remember I texted him even after school. We were supposed to leave at like 6 p.m. Right? Yeah. And it was like two, 
and he had to go somewhere to get something. And I texted him from my bed where I, <laughs> I was, again, sprawled out, but this time like a drunk. Like yeah, she was. I cannot take, I will limp, never, never take limp. Mason X again. And I texted him and was like, don't cancel anything. Let me sleep this off. And I bet I can get up and, and get our bags ready. Because I had been, you know, yeah. like in the days leading up, I'd kind of get up and put some stuff on a suitcase. And even that day, I managed to um, wax my lips. Oh, so Thinking, you're ready to go. I was going to Idaho. Dolled up. <laughs> Like shaving and shorn. I mean, I could hardly walk. But I was like, I think I should. I think I'm gonna do this. What I need <laughs> is hot wax. <laughs> like, it's kind of like I saw the next day. I was and like, it was she who had actually waxed her eyebrows. Really? <laughs> you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, we ended up having to cancel and take take a loss, which stings. You know, when you book hotels and yeah. That it really was definitely stinks. a financial hurt. Yeah, and we were, you know, we don't take a lot of. But those. even more so, <laughs> uh, you know, get, could, didn't get to see friends. Oh, and, so much. You know, not to get to spend the time that time with the kids, and they're older, so you're like, you only have so many of those days. Yeah. Those prime special days. Yeah, so. we really were looking forward to that. Yeah. But the the th noteworthy thing that came out of it is the plane we were gonna be on crashed. <laughs> No, but no. Rebecca and I did like the whole week. We talked about all the things that would probably probably went wrong because we didn't go. So definitely the plane crashed. The hotel in Washington definitely burned down. Yeah. Yeah. Then we had a flat. All kinds of things. But um, it was really sweet because my mom was going to keep the younger kids, and she went ahead and did that. She, not B. We were taking B and the older two on our trip. So the four like middle kids went on out to mom and dad. So we were still home with our teens. Yeah. And we just made the best of it. And we had a really good time actually. They did too. You know, we uh, watched movies and we went on it. We took them on an airplane ride to Tulsa. Yep. Remember in the minivan? Mm-hmm. This was Ladies my and gentlemen, please buckle your seatbelt. Yeah, we stopped at the Begg's General Had store. Had them put their trays in the upright and locked position. <laughs> Got, what, peanuts? And, and uh, let them know what it's really like to be on the plane. We sat in the driveway for two hours. Yeah! With the, with the air conditioner off. This is what it, this is the magic of flying, kids. Woo. They're, uh, they got a maintenance issue. Uh, so we're going to sit here on the tarmac. And a mean lady in a mask. We can't get off the plane. <laughs> Because that would do something. Because we're all a bunch of terrorists. Yeah. You can't let us off the plane. We got um, we got peanuts and pretzels. And then we had little plastic cups with ice that we kind of hid on our way to the car. And Chris stopped and got ginger ale. <laughs> they looked so cute. They were so, like, sheepishly, like, holding all their snacks. And yeah. it was sweet. We let them see in the cockpit. It was a prime example of... Whatever, whatever happens is what God's will is. Yes, and then just make the most of it. Yeah, and I think... Don't press uh, back against His will. I was more know. proud of the kids for the way they handled it. and Than you ever could have been in how they handled themselves in, yeah, in Moscow. Yeah, and I, I told them, like, if you can handle disappointment like this, like, 
God, God gave you a gift still. It wasn't the gift of going to Grace and Jenna, but he gave you a gift in, in sanctifying you and teaching you how to yep. be cheerful. Yeah. So. Ooh, I don't have a... Uh, that'll probably run us... Ooh, it's about to run me out of power. Uh, I don't have a hot tip, but I do have a teaser. Mm-hmm. Next time, we'll talk about the power of prayer and fasting. No! And I'll tell you about how our church got visited by a demon-possessed woman. No more demons! <laughs> this one's going to give you the heebie-jeebies. It sure did me. Anyway, all right. We'll uh, talk to you guys next time hopefully soon hopefully soon we're gonna charge this phone right up jump right and probably not do that but hopefully soon get the milk get the milk all right talk to you later guys (laughs) bye